your host for the Birds and the Bees podcast, Sue Johnson. Um, I do apologize for the audio on this episode with drag queen Frida Munchan. Um, I had some difficulties, so the beginning of their interview got cut off. Um, So Frida Munchan is a local drag queen, sings, performs, is amazing, Um, started doing drag only about 20 years ago um, when she was in her 40s. So sit back and enjoy the rest of the episode. Thanks. conversation with uh my friend Tom who's also part of the local chapter of the, the sisters uh, yep. perpetual indulgence um yep. he's part of the choir and um we we're talking about how even though that show's only been for what like um 12 years I think um you could be you could you could go and be relatively unknown like people may know you in your small town and you yep. could have just like a ball off the rack like at, yeah. I don't know, like Forever 21, right? And now if well, you don't come... No, for, for Big Girls Lane Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> or Lane Giant. Lane Giant, <laughs> yeah. Lane or, Giant. You know, Omar's, Omar's tent factory. Every time we go by a <laughs> tent a, a tent thing, a friend where she wanted to drop in and get a dress for Frida, I'm like, shut up. <laughs> I have um, a friend who's a bigger girl. Um, mm-hmm. cisgender woman, and she will go out um, and she'll buy, buy sheets and bed curtains at the thrift shop, and she'll just sew something for herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do what you gotta do. Yeah, there's all kinds of weirdness kind of wrapped up in drag now. Like, with you have to have a lot of money, your makeup skills have to be like you have to be like a professional. Um, we don't really want to see big fat people. <laughs> well, you know, it's weird because that's a part of it, but. If you really look at drag, there are different levels. Like Absolutely I, I was born with a, a birth defect in my right arm. So I only mm-hmm. have basically, I use it a little bit, but I have someone make me up because I just don't have the dexterity to move mm-hmm. my arm to even to my face. So I have someone make me up, but I, I, buy, I buy cheap stuff and, and, and just dress it up. And you wouldn't know what a friend of mine says, well, where'd you buy that dress? It was like a $2 skirt and a $1 top. And it looked like one dress. I was like, Oh, I, I don't know. I could click, you know, with some, uh, some fancy store. I don't remember. You know? <laughs> but my, my, one of my drag sisters, whiskey sour can go into a dollar store and look just as beautiful and expensive as anybody else. You know, it's all about how how you do it. It's all about, you know, if you have creativity, you can do it. 
Absolutely. I, I think that's something that I, I for personally, I treasure it because yes, drag, you can do a million different things. You can have a beard if you want. If you don't feel like shaving, it's beard and queen. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think I love that ingenuity about. And it's, <laughs> it's grown when it just used to be a, um, a man doing uh, drag as a, you know, doing drag as a woman. But now there's women who do drag kings. Yeah. women who do drag queens there's yeah. uh there's recently on rupaul's there was a trans man doing female drag which is yeah. great i mean the more the merrier i say everybody gets a shot because it's just a just a, a way for you to express yourself absolutely it's an art form truly yeah. um but yeah uh, like um we were talking about milton burl but um, also to Monty Python, it's like I'm an ugly man, yeah. woman in a yeah. dress. Like, oh, aren't I so funny? Yeah. <laughs> but um, one of their members yeah. is gay, but I don't think he he did drag all that much. I'm trying to remember, I don't think he did. Yeah. Um. But um, back then, they probably if they're gay, they probably wouldn't do it because they would be like, you know, pointed out as being the gay man who did drag. Exactly, you know? and uh, I I feel like too like um. Ex- Clearly not acceptable in the 70s and in most of the 80s. Um, yeah. I think people already have that stereotype like, oh, you're, you, uh, you're gay, you prefer men. Does that mean you have like panties that you wear at home, like women's underwear? Or, yeah. There's a great video going around of two guys at a party and a girl meets. Like, which one is the man? Which one is the woman? You know, well, I'll, you, you know, hey, do, can I have your baby? I, they just met her. You know, it's just like you get this idea. Gay is. I mean, you don't know how many people say, where did you work when I worked? I'm retired now. I work for the mm-hmm. state. Oh, you must know my cousin. And I'd be like, oh, where's your cousin work? Buffalo. I'm like, well, wait, let me look at the Rolodex with all the gay people in the state. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> it's just amazing. You think. Everybody gay knows each other. You know, it's 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 crazy. It's crazy. It must be tiring. Although, is it tiring or more do you just kind of laugh it off at this point? Uh, now I can laugh. It's tiring after a while. But you know what? If you let all these little things bother you, it's it's going to it's going to end up really changing you and you know, just making you bitter. So I just laugh it off like, oh, yeah, I know everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yep there's a whole gay network when Cain and Abel was I think Cain or Abel was one of them was gay I know Abel oh yeah we used to date <laughs> <laughs> I'm not old <laughs> um, <and laughs> since you've been around the upstate area for so long um you must remember, were there different gay clubs or were they, was it always the same? Because we have rocks and, and waterworks. There were, there were different gay clubs back. At the first one I remember was in um, North Albany, close to Menans. It was called Shangri-La. Oh. That's long so, since closed. That's the only place I ever was. Is the building was still there? really out when I was younger. Oh, okay. uh, I, I, it, it's some other business now, but you know, I, mm-hmm. I haven't, I, I don't even think I could find out where it was. 
mm. now because it's been yeah. I am like mid seven when I was there. So, okay. but um, no, there were other there were other places because you know I mean all the places now weren't open when I was young. There was like um, uh, there was a couple places on Lark Street that are closed. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the names. I'm sorry, I'm terrible remembering yeah, no, no. things, but. But, but yeah, yeah uh, Waterworks has been around the longest of the ones around now. I think that's like yeah, maybe thirty years, something that like that. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I you just know, that's yeah. the one that's been around the longest. Yeah, but there was I, uh, the Rage. There was the Rage. There was uh, they're coming back to me now. <laughs> so the, the state, the state. Line or the say there was something on State and Lark that that was uh, where that restaurant is. Yes, I know where you're talking that, about. That used to be a gay bar. Yeah, so you know they come and go. There used to be one in Troy called the Ferry Street Club, but that's gone. But that wasn't around that long. But it was used to, it was a great place to go. We used to love going there. But it's all uh, different now. Yeah, it's completely changed. Mm-hmm. The only reason I bring it up is because we have one place in Schenectady that's kind of a gay bar, but not really. Um, and I don't think there's any place in Troy. Um, there's one place that a lot of gay people go to, but I don't think it's a, it, I know it's not a gay club. Anymore. I know it's not a gay yeah. club, but I think they have like a gay night or something like that. Or, yeah, I, I like don't the know. Place that's what somebody really don't know that firsthand. Yeah. The place in Schenectady, what is it? Do you know um, what the name of this place is? Yeah, it's um, the Clinton Street Pub. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because they have a lot of drag shows there. Yeah. I've never oh. performed there. I've been there. I've never performed there because you have to perform on a pool table. I'm afraid I go in the corner hole in the pocket and the side hole or something. Freedom Munchon in the left side I pocket. I reinforce that. <laughs> So I've I've never performed there, but I've been there. I've been there. It's a real dive bar. Um, people snort meth in the bathroom. I heard they're opening a gay club, some a gay bar in really somewhere. But I heard this like right before COVID. So oh. I'm thinking that COVID might have like either delayed it or put the kibosh on it, you know. Yeah. But they were talking about opening a new club. And the only reason I bring it up is because. I feel like there's limited spaces for people in the capital district. And, yeah. and now, and, and, and you, I mean, you, uh, blah, blah, blah. Let me start over. <laughs> <laughs> for some, I for understood people, you better like that. It's been a quaalude I took now. <laughs> for for people for Frida to perform yeah. and to share her love and her music and um her art, it's just it, it feels like it's limiting. And then you have straight people invite invading really these spaces now. Yeah. Do yeah. do you have yeah, like a lot more? Well, unless uh, I'm not, presuming. I don't know if it's an invasion, but it uh, sometimes it does get a little much. I mean. I, I think if, if a straight person wants to come to a gay bar, more than welcome. You know, it's just like, 
if I go to a straight bar, I don't go around trying to pick up men. So don't come into the bar and just try to take over. Have respect for the fact that this is basically where we have to go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, and, and, but I, everyone's invited. I, I don't, I don't want to stop anybody from coming to a, to a bar, especially a show. I mean, we, we have shows where it's mostly women who come to see them, which is great. I, I love yeah. it. And most of them are, most of the one that I, most of the women that I know are very respectful and they get it. You know, it's just once in yeah. a while you get a couple, you're like, mm. <laughs> oh, like the batch, the obnoxious bachelorette parties. Uh, <laughs> uh, play this. Uh, it's karaoke night. We're, we're singing. No, play this song. I'm like, no, sorry. So, oh, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> you know, but you do it nicely. You know, you don't want to insult anybody. You do, you know, you just explain to them, well, you know, this is karaoke night. We've got some more than enough singers and we don't usually get through enough singers anyway. So we just can't stop and play music. That's all. You just have to explain. And nine times out of 10, they're good. Yeah. Only had I, to uh... beat down a couple of them. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I would never, I've never, I would never hate anybody. Except me. <laughs> I'll hit me. I deserve it once in a while. <laughs> you have a little Buster Keaton in you. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. Um, <laughs> one of the things that when we had in our pre-interview, we were talking about how uh, your mother would say, Auntie Mame's going to be on TV tonight. We're going to stay up and watch <laughs> And I just love that. So did, was she like, I, I know you said you were part of a folk group in, in the church, but did she also yeah. kind of like put that in your head? Like, yeah, well, my mother, my mother sang to me when I was in the womb. I know it. Aww. She sang, she sang from beginning to end. And uh, she's, she's the only reason that I sing is she had such a joy for it. We used to sing together. She used Aww. to call me at one in the morning and I'd pick up the phone and she'd go, they say the human race is falling on its face. It hasn't very far to go. I'm like, Mom, I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but she would just want to sing, you know? And she used to wake me up on a school night to watch, like, MGM movies. And I'd, next day, I'd be in school, like, <sighs> teacher would be like, I'm telling your mother. I said, she kept me up. <laughs> Tell her. Tell her. <laughs> <laughs> Put the ruler to her instead of me. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, but but I miss some, her yeah. so much. Oh. Was she, she your used number to come one to fan? See me in drag. Oh. She she used to come to see me in drag, and I would go by her and sing, and she'd grab the mic and start singing. You know, you're so, really great. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's yeah, amazing. And, you know, at the at one point, I weighed four hundred pounds and. She just made me feel like the most beautiful, most wanted, most loving, you know, most loved person. She had that gift. Oh, that's so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine you at 400 pounds. I'm really having a hard oh, time. child. <laughs> she was a big girl. <laughs> I, I've just recently, I recently have just been on a diet. I was up to 360 again, but I'm down to like 295, so. I've lost quite a little little bit of weight in this last year and a half. That's awesome. Which Are is you a doing good it thing. for 
Absolutely. Are you are you doing it for yourself? Like yes, I, I I you know people can call me. I've been called fat all my life, and I really don't care anymore. I'm just doing it because I want to feel better. You know, I haven't been, I wasn't feeling well. I had some health issues. I said, it's time. It's time. Yeah, so, that's awesome. Yeah. You, I mean, you definitely, I don't even know why I asked that question because you seem Frida as Frida lives her life on her own terms. Like I'm going to do what makes me feel joyful. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, a lot of times, you know, as long as it doesn't hurt anybody else, that's my philosophy. Do whatever you want. Just don't hurt anybody else. As a matter of fact, I saw in a movie, um, I think it was a Tyler Perry movie, actually, where they were at a church and the sign said, um, it might not be your job to help everybody, but it's your job not to hurt anybody. I love that. And that's so true. I mean, you know, you don't want to help people find just don't hurt. Them. But you yeah. should help. Them, damn it. <laughs> I, 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 and that definitely is a church message i mean but then it kind of gets coming um, i'm not going to go on denigrating the church because they can do that fine on their own <laughs> they got enough a platform they don't need you <laughs> exactly <laughs> they, they already got the shovel so um go right ahead <laughs> Oh dear. Well, I I am very impressed that because uh, you were my age. I'm 46 and you had said you were in you about like 40, 44, right? When you decided I started drag at 44. That's amazing. I, it'll be 20 years next year. I'll be sick. I'll be 60. Uh, I'm 64 now. Fabulous. You too. You too. You look amazing. <laughs> No work. Great angles. (laughs) Great lighting, great angles. (laughs) It's an illusion. You know, I I, my whole my whole face hangs from my mother's cheekbone. (laughs) She she had a great face. And my father's 92. God bless. And he's uh he just got back from uh wildwood and then in two weeks we're going to atlantic city and then two weeks after that he's going to south carolina and we'll be on the boardwalk and he'll say don't go ahead of me and i'll be like dad wait wait you're 92 wait for me (laughs) he's amazing and he doesn't look he looks like he's in his 60s so it's i i guess good genes Oh my God. So when you're a hundred, you're still going to look like you're about 50 years old. Uh, when I'm a hundred, I'll be bones in the ground probably. But other than that, I'll look fabulous. <laughs> I'll finally have be at my ideal weight. <laughs> 16 pounds of bones. <laughs> Back to your birth weight. Exactly. <laughs> well, I hope you were a 16 pound child. Close. I was 10 <laughs> pounds. My poor mother. Oh my God. That's like a small turkey. I was a big, I was a big baby. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have twin brothers. One of them was eight pounds. The other one was four. Oh wow. They were fighting in the womb. He still steals his food too. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think it's just, that's just, you know, at any time in your life, you can make a change. And was there something you were just like, I feel like I want to entertain or was it just something like, 
on a whim or had it been percolating well, in your brain or I always sang I used to sing in glee club in high school and then I did folk group I used to sing at weddings you know I sang at six weddings three of them stayed together so I'm batting 500 oh my um, god that's amazing that's better than I, the uh, national average and I and I always liked to sing. I stopped singing because I was so afraid. I just had terrible stage fright. Then I joined Capital Pride Singers, and I learned that okay, it's okay to sing. You know, I'm I'm getting used to being up there. And one day, I, I used to staff at the Pride Center. I used to staff their coffee house every Sunday. And one time, I was just in there lip syncing to a song, and somebody said, "Oh, you should do drag. You're really good." I'm like. Oh, I would be one but ugly woman. <laughs> Evidently, I wasn't. <laughs> I was lucky. I didn't have that awkward, oh, I don't look good at the beginning, because I had Chi-Chi Ray Colby and Amanda Love do my makeup for the first, and they're both so good with makeup. I looked yeah. spot on for the first time. And Amanda still does my makeup, and she's amazing. Amanda Love, if you've seen this, she's amazing. She's an amazing, amazing makeup artist and costume maker, and she everything you know she puts to me together really well really well and so i i said um the first show i did was uh carmy hope had a bridges mm-hmm. one and a, an established drag queen brought out a new one and this is in april of 2002 and um so they brought me out and we're to do two songs. And somebody said, uh, there's a, what are you going to lip sync? I said, well, I think I'm going to lip sync one, but I think I'm going to sing the other. And Carmi was the only one who sang. So I lip synced yeah. uh, the Barbara Streisand song, Emotion. And it really Oh my God. Well. I remember I that, that song. song. Yeah. And I sang When You're Good to Mama from Chicago. Oh, I love that song too. But when I start, when, when I was singing, I wasn't used to taking tips. And after the third line, somebody handed me money. And the rest of the song, I was like, la, 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 give me the money. La, 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 give me the money. <laughs> then I hit that last don't like a pro. <laughs> so then I had to get into my head. Okay, when you're performing, you know, the money's nice, but, you know, make sure you're doing your song. <laughs> They were very gracious. I really got a good, uh, good hand. And then Sherry Love, who used to do drag, who's doing it again, actually. She was oh. she's one of the best. So I mean, she asked me to be in show. She goes, you know, with the with the barber stress, and she says, you're a natural. I said, okay. Oh. So I just it just grew and grew and snowballed into whatever it is now. You're beloved. You're beloved in the community, and every drag queen and capital pride singer i know they're always like you gotta talk to frida she <laughs> she's got a lovely voice and then i got to see you perform in schenectady at uh, mexican radio yeah uh, i want to say it was a benefit i think we were reading it was a benefit for, for schenectady Center. for schenectady pride yeah yeah and and the first thing you did everybody all the performers came out and were lip singing we are family and frida's in the middle just opening and closing her mouth, not even do, you weren't even doing the words. You were just like, bah, 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 bah. maybe, maybe you even said different words, like, you know, apples and oranges, apples and oranges, a smiling. <laughs> I can lip sync. I don't know what, what was going on in my mind that night. You know, like sometimes it, well, 
But I, I think, think you I was were just supposed to be one of the backup singers and not supposed to be singing the song, and it just you oh, know, okay. so you know, just <laughs> but then you, you when you had when you were emceeing, you were just like, I sing, I make up my own songs, and then you, you did um, a popular number that I don't remember because this was 2013 and I don't remember, and then uh, and then you did a parody song, and you're just like, See, she sings, I don't lip sync. <laughs> And you I don't listen. think though. I can yeah. lip, I, I, I'm, I, I'm actually pretty good. And I, I, I take my hat off to lip singers because let me tell you something. You can sing a song and make a mistake and just repeat a verse and nobody knows your mistake. But if you're lip syncing right. and you make a mistake, you blew the number. Yeah, it looks like bad overdub from a, yeah. like a kung fu movie. Like a Godzilla movie. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but um yeah but he um but i i think i think lip syncing is a definite art a definite art and some people say oh i want to see you sing i'm like well yeah you would sing but you know what watch these lip syncers when they're really good at it they are really good at it you know that's why i i don't put anybody down for not being able to sing what just because they can't sing they can't do drag it's not fair no, and especially if someone is maybe they're a dancer and they really don't sing, yeah. so they're right. gonna think it. And who cares? Yeah, yes. I don't think I could do it to have every nuance of a song, and you're not there's nothing coming out, but you have to match the vocals. That's crazy. Practice <laughs> to me when I lip sync, yeah. I sing I sing lightly, so I know I'm matching with the voice. So that's a good way to do it for me. That's when I lip syncing now. I actually sing without a microphone. So I know I'm mirroring whatever voice that I'm singing with. It's a good way to Which, do it. Totally. The, the yeah. other thing you men were making a joke about where all of your costumes that night were like these fabulous like caftan, muumu tunics. And you were like, I'm too old and lazy to talk my dick. So <laughs> this is what I'm wearing. <laughs> I just, I'm all about comfort. <laughs> I I'm personally- all about I would rock a caftan. I they're comfortable and they're very stylish. I just found two really beautiful ones. I forgot I bought. I can't wait to wear them. <laughs> <laughs> I always think of um, Patricia Neal and um, Breakfast at Tiffany's because that's I. I just kind of feel like you maybe were a well, little inspired by I'm her. I'm more like I'm more like Mrs. Roper from Three's Company. <laughs> you know what? Also a good reference point. Yeah. Yeah. She was so horny. She was I such a her. horny lady. <laughs> Come on, Stanley. It's time for sex. <laughs> I could have played that part. <laughs> yes, you. Oh, my God. With with the teased up hair? Hell yeah. I think I am her. <laughs> Is there a Mr. Roper in your life? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm single. Anybody out there want a more mature man? Well, okay. No, an older man. I won't say mature because I got to tell you, I think the reason you stay young is because you're mature, but you don't show you're mature. You have to keep some childlike thoughts in your head. You have to, I, I, I mean, if you're serious all the time, you know, you've, you've got to just be silly. Don't be afraid to be silly. Honest to God, I really feel like that's why some people age quicker than others because they're so bitter and they take themselves so seriously. Yeah. But but you see the comedy in things and that's wonderful. 
You have to. <laughs> oh my God. You have to. Uh, you know, as somebody who was an outsider, I'm sure that's like a survival skill. Yeah. Yeah, you were talking about privilege. It's really funny. There's so many levels of privilege. Because I always thought in my mind, well, I'm a white man, but I'm gay. So therefore, I don't have a lot of privilege. But I have a hell of a lot more privilege than a person of color. Mm -hmm. I have a hell of a lot more privilege than a woman. You know, I've helped in the trans community. I mean, I'm way up there on privilege, even though there are there are issues with privilege with me, a few, but I can't go around saying, oh, I'm not privileged because I'm gay, because unless I tell people, how will they know unless they look at me? <laughs> no, seriously, I, yeah. I, I, I take my hat off to, to people who have had to strive to become you know to to better themselves and to try to get a piece of the pie because i'll tell you and we're still and we're still i can still see the way people treat women and still people the people of color and it's just it's just disgusting it's disgusting you know i just You know, and the trans community. I mean, nobody, you know, everybody talks about trans women of color. They're getting killed every week and no one talks about it. And that that, you're not. No. And you're not embellishing. Literally, there is a murder every week. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just disgusting. You know, so when people say, oh, you know, trans. Yeah. I said, well, yeah. You know what? And that's why. we fought so hard for gay marriage, which, mm-hmm. you know, gay, same-sex marriage, it should have happened. But it seemed like we stepped back and didn't, I mean, we had the trans community help us, we had the bi community help us, we had women help us, and then we got what we wanted. And then it's some, it feels like we left everybody. We didn't keep fighting mm-hmm. for other people. Yeah. And that's the one thing about this community that bothers me. It's think once you get what you need, that you're done. We're not done until everybody gets what they need. Absolutely. Um, yeah. and that passed um, in 2011, the Marriage Equality Act in New York. Yes. State. Yeah. And the only reason I remember that is because that was the year I got married. You were and what? I was like, I got married that year. Oh, did you really? <laughs> that's that's great. Yeah. And I just um, that. I was at that happened while I was at New York City Gay Pride. I was in that crowd in front of Stonewall when it happened. Oh my God. That's Not freaking dread, momentous. It, it was it was what a feeling. It was crazy. It was crazy. I imagine you must have had all kinds of emotions and then like the fever no, pitch yeah. of the crowd. Yeah. It was and just it, it was just life changing. It was life-changing. But, you know, like I said, we didn't move on. We stepped back and said, okay, we've got it. And, you know, you know, until a trans woman of color can go into a hospital and not be asked all these foolish questions at their rest or, or can't lose their home or can't walk down the street safely, you know. No. You know, trans women, trans men, you know, and... To say nothing to bisexuality, because people are just like, oh, no, it's just people who are too, too afraid to say that they're gay. No, there are generally people who like both men and women or, or, or 
men and others <laughs> or others. And, <laughs> it's hard, you know, when you're my age, I, I think we talked a little bit about this, you know, how when we say that pronouns are him, her, them. And when you're my age, them was always more than one people. Right. You know, them and they were like that group, them, they. Mm-hmm. You didn't point to worse and say them. And I finally got to the point where I'm saying, you know, oh, I went to my doctor. Oh, what did they say? Because I always assumed at my age, when the 70s, every doctor I saw was a man. Absolutely. So Very now when somebody says, I saw my doctor, what did they say? Because I don't know if it was man or woman or non-gender or binary or whatever, you know, whatever they yeah. were. You know, yeah. so it's it's a it's a hard road, and you can't you 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 try to catch yourself sometimes. I catch myself making a mistake once in a while, but it's not on purpose, and it's and I'm aware of it, and I really try yeah. not to. But you know, I have diarrhea of the mouth and constipation in the brain. Sometimes <laughs> it blows out before my brain thinks about it. Yeah, never heard that joke before. I'm going to steal that from you. <laughs> It goes off and then it goes away. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I I, <laughs> I I agree with you that we you know the community can be is supposed to be inclusive. Yeah. And there was some trouble at the Pride Center not too long ago about who are we opening our doors for. Um. And, but you know what? That person's no longer there. I'm not going to give them any, I'm not going to mention their name. I'm not going to say anything other than they're no longer there and, and they need to really rebuild their reputation. Because the Pride Center is not a bad place yeah. if you have kind, inclusive people in it. Yeah. And they're like, aren't they the oldest on the East Coast? The oldest Pride Center? The, the oldest Coast? in the country. Oldest continuously running. New York oh City opened. New York City opened first, but they closed. And we opened right uh-huh. And while they were open and we never closed. So wow. Albany is the Pride Center is the longest continuously running in the country. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So uh they're they're trying to uh to rebuild their themselves and I say I'm not gonna downgrade I, them. I, I have to take my anymore. I have to take my hat off to them because when I was coming out, that's where I used to go to their men's peer support group on Monday nights. And that's where I met a lot of my friends. That's where I met the, the guys who told me, hey, we're starting a course. Would you like to join? You know, and I used to staff the, the coffee house. And, you know, it was mostly white men who came. Mm-hmm. It really was. I mean, yeah. but I, you know, I, I, and I think that's because of the reputation they had, mm-hmm. you know. And then it started to open up and it got better. And then it got, you know, it's, it's, it's got a weird history. It really it does. Really weird history. But I think, I, I, I think they've had really great moments. Really Absolutely great moments. they have. Yeah, yeah, you know, but I hope, you know, it, I, I, I hope everything, I, I hope uh, everything works out. I really do. I do too. I do too. I, I, it's important that we have a landmark like that. And yeah. They should be able to start fresh. And yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I won't give up on them. Me either. <laughs> they don't need my support. I'm a white lady. Well, they don't care. <laughs> um, <laughs> when, 
Were you part of the Capital Price Savers when it was yes. starting out? Um, I was there the second year. Oh my gosh. The second year. So I've been with them for 26 or 27 years. Wow. You know, don't know if I'm going back this season. I'm just so old. <laughs> it's so hard. It's hard for me to learn. I'm, I'm doing two songs. I have a show this Saturday and I've just, I'm, I'm doing two songs. One of them is kind of new and it's taken me forever to learn the lyrics. I just don't learn it as fast as I used to. So when we're doing new songs and you have to learn the words and the parts, it's really, really difficult for me unless I practice mm -hmm. it every single day. Right. So I don't know. I'm trying to decide whether to join up this not. Maybe just I'll just uh, just be a supporter and help them and, you know, you go to concerts and sell tickets and stuff like that. I don't maybe, you know, in the last minute, I know what's going to happen. All right. I'll join. <laughs> <laughs> stupid that Guaranteed way i have a friend who says i i don't know how to say no that's what <laughs> french might say you know i have i have a friend who hates frida i hate frida why she hurts you <laughs> she does it's really it's really hard i mean i'm to the point now where i i can't wear heels anymore i have two bad knees oh. i just got over seven days in the hospital with cellulitis in my leg well it's painful yeah, oh, it was, and um, and yeah, but my doctor says no more heels. You can't. He goes, not even for a short time. So I've been wearing sneakers, and there's a couple of hardcore drag queens that say like, well, you're not really doing drag if you're not wearing high heels. I said, you know what? It's a disability. You're saying a disabled person can't do it. You know, because yeah. it is the disability. If I could wear heels, I'd be wearing them. I want to, but I, I'm not going to kill myself. I think you yeah. should do it in your bedroom slippers. Gotta like get those big fuzzy ones. I've done that before. One pride, mm -hmm. I wore flip flops <laughs> with pink feathers all over them. Oh my God, I love that. I have these like rainbow color sneakers. I, you know, I, once I have Wonder Woman sneakers I wear once in a while. So <laughs> are they the Converse kind? Uh, yeah. Because I, I have Wonder Woman. I have two different pairs. One's red, white, and blue. And the other one's gold and white. Oh my God. I, I'm a huge Wonder Woman fan. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Have been since the 70s. I never missed the Linda Carter show ever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and talk about a great singer, too. Yeah. Oh, my oh God. yeah. Her, she's amazing. I guess voice. she just put out an album that's really good, but she's 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 really very talented. If she's you really ever if you ever want to give yourself a treat, Linda Carter on the Muppet Show, amazing. She does rubber band. I've, I've seen that. Yeah. I've seen that. <laughs> My father is always a big, he still has a crush on Linda Carter. Oh, does he? he she still looks oh, yeah. great. She, she still does. She does. Yeah. And her rack is higher than ever. I'm telling you, high and dry, baby. <laughs> I'm high and dry. <laughs> Joan Rivers said when she took her bra off, she could dust her shoes. <laughs> I guess she must have breastfed then because she's yeah. she was really a busty gal. <laughs> <laughs> she's funny. I miss her too. She was great. Ah. Did you ever see yeah. her perform live? 
Not live, no. It's one of my. I had a couple chances and I reneged. As a matter of fact, one of the last shows she did, I had a chance and I didn't go. And oh. she died like six months later. So, oh, what shame. are you going to do? So do it while you can. You know, don't Absolutely. say I'll do it later. And you're living proof of that. You're just like, yeah, yeah fuck it. I'm 44. I'm putting yeah, on somebody, feel. Somebody, <laughs> somebody told me, somebody asked me recently how long I'm going to do it. I'm like, oh, as long as I can stand on the sneakers and raise my voice, uh, you know, uh, if the legs go, I'll get a fin in a wheelchair. Like that midler. i don't know i really honestly don't know i i always thought when i was like 55 i told everybody at 60 i'm gonna stop because it's just too old and when i was 59 i said i'm still enjoying it so much and i do enjoy it i hate getting ready but once i'm ready and i'm out in front of a crowd it just brings me alive the energy from the audience you know i think that's most important once once it starts to become a chore and a job then you can kind of take a step back, but, but you know, you, you just look like you're having the time of the light, your life at every show. I try to, you know, I I really try, I really try to, I really try to. Yeah. I think the audience then, you know, it's that from Chicago, we, you know, we love each other. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love them. It's all the given, it's all the give and take from with the audience that, that just feeds you. Mm-hmm. Um, do you you have a really quick win? Um, mm-hmm. and I was talking to Carmi about this too. Have you had hecklers in your lifetime performing? Yes. So what yes. happens? Do you do you tear them to shreds? Well, depending on what or? they say. Mm. You know, we we we've sang at a lot of straight like restaurants. We used oh, to do okay. Franklin's Tower all the time oh. down in Albany. We used to oh, do it fancy. all the time. Yeah. And, you know, one night there was a guy there saying, hey, these are a bunch of fags. Whoa. I said, yeah, well, you were under my dress earlier, so shut up. <laughs> and that probably shut him up, didn't it? <laughs> well, you're some kind of fag. I don't know. Bend over. We'll both know. You know, I <laughs> gotta, you gotta be quick but you can't you know you know how many times i've said something after somebody said something to me that they somebody said to me in the audience i said something they said, oh i wish i said that <laughs> i'm like that i i don't i'm not quick enough well, <laughs> the moment you have to be quick i grew up in a family with six kids you had to learn to be quick to get the food <laughs> you had to learn to be quick to get your two cents in so, you, you know, having that big of a family, you learn to be, you learn to really move. <laughs> yeah. And is there um, a, a, a change? There I go again. I may have had a stroke, Frida. Was there was there a very clear line between David and Frida, or have they um, kind of always been intermeshed? Um, it's it's getting closer as I get older, but back in the day when I started, if mm-hmm. I was at a dance club as David and no one was mm-hmm. on the floor, I would never go out there and dance until there was a right. big crowd. But if I was Frida and there was nobody out there dancing, I got up there and danced by myself. 
So you got the party you know, started as Frida. <laughs> just lost my all my inhibitions. And now I'm a little better at being like more outgoing with, you know, I'll get out there and dance with a couple of people on the floor now as David, you know, mm-hmm. there's still big difference. Um, you know, I do say things the same both, you know, as both <laughs> personas. So I, I think, I think, um, I think to me, you need to put a little yourself in it. Absolutely. You know, I think you need to, unless you're doing a character, like if you're doing uh, Mae West, you don't want to be yourself. You want, oh, <laughs> is that a pistol in your pocket? Are you happy to see me? Oh, <laughs> I did Mae West once and every once in a while, the whole night I was going, oh, ow, ooh, oh, ow. And now this guy, seven years later, every time he goes, he goes, oh, ooh, oh. <laughs> like that was seven years ago get over it she was a big gal and people loved her oh i loved her and and of course that's all my man oh my god i remember me and my grandmother watching there's no business like show business together and just feel like being in awe i gotta tell you because i sing that song once in a while and i slip it out there's no business like show business like no business like no <laughs> i slip into her i can't help it <laughs> she just takes my over we did for capital pride singers we did a thing where five of us did nothing murmur song and we called ourselves the merminators the merminators oh my god and Somebody would say, give us a bouncy C and we'll practice our note. And they'd go, and we'd go, yeah. <laughs> the whole audience just flipped out. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. I think, thank God for people like Ethel Merman and, um, crap, I'm blinking. I can name. do a couple voices. Like, I do a real good candle channing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I can do a couple voices. You no, know, I've I've done, you know, here and there, but I don't usually do female impersonation. I I don't know. Uh, we do a show once in a while called the Dead Divas Show, where we where we do dead divas. Oh my god, that sounds like so much fun! I put on a caftan and I uh-huh. put this really disgusting spicy brown mustard on it. And I and I sang I dream a little dream of me as Mama, Mama Cass. Cass. And <laughs> as I was eating it, I was like, dream a little. <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't die because she was eating a sandwich. She had a heart attack. But you know, with the with the you know, you know what, what people say. You know. There's a there's a quote that says, never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Exactly. And honestly. <laughs> Oh, and you want to know what the most tasteless joke I ever heard was? What? I love both of these women. If Mama Kiss gave Karen Carpenter half that sandwich, they'd both be alive today. <laughs> I love that. That's an old joke. Is it really? I've never heard it before. Oh. It's because I, it's I, very tasteless. Yeah, well, I mean, we need that sometimes. To be truthful, I think that Mama Cass probably, if she's in heaven somewhere, I'm sure she thinks that would be hysterical. She knew how to laugh at herself. Karen Carpenter, she... probably not, but. <laughs> oh. Oh, I, I can uh, hear you. I can oh, wait, hear you. I just can't see you. 
Hello. Hey. Hello. Hello. I, I got a call on my cell phone. I declined. <laughs> I declare. I declare. I declined. <laughs> God is my witness. I'll never answer the phone again. <laughs> That's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, um, you oh, were talking Mama about Cass. People. I gotta yeah. tell you, Mama Cass, uh, I go, I have Spotify. If you go, this is Cass Elliot. It's got mm -hmm. like a hundred of her songs. Love her so and much. She was such a talent. She was so underrated as a singer. She was amazing. Yeah. I, yeah, my, yeah. I dream a little dream was actually uh, the song I walked down the aisle to. I just. Oh really? Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. I, um, I didn't know that was an old song. Really? I, I, I have Doris Day doing it in the 40s. Wow. I didn't know it and was I, that old. I yeah, it was a it was it's a cover. I never knew it was a cover song. I never knew I, I'd never heard anybody else sing it. Uh I I uh, my mom had Ella Fitzgerald on like a 45 yeah. singing it. Yeah. So I thought it was from the 50s, but I didn't realize yeah. it was an impact part of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's an old song. It's a really old song. And a classic, and it's so beautiful. I don't think I've ever heard a bad version of it. Yeah, it's I mean, a great there, song. there might be one out there, and somebody's terrible at karaoke. <laughs> Taylor Swift probably does a bad version of it. <gasps> oh. I hate her. <laughs> you know what? I have this theory about Taylor Swift. I don't like her voice, I don't like her music, but mm -hmm. I wish her well. Go with God's, go with God, Swifty, wherever you are. <laughs> I, I just think she sounds generic, you know? I, I, like, I, you it's know. boring. But you know what? A lot of people love her. They really do. You know, you know, mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I, you know, I'm, well, I have friends who make fun of me because I'm such a Judy Garland fan, you know? Well, how can you like her? How could you not like her? Hello? She's <laughs> uh, uh, she paved the way for a lot of people and we wouldn't have Liza if there was no Judy <laughs> that's right <laughs> Cabaret is, is one of my Liza. <laughs> <laughs> poor Liza poor Liza I don't she think she can sing so, anymore no I think her no. did she have I believe she had polyps or something similar on her I don't know I don't know and she married all those gay guys. Oh, uh, poor know. thing. She <laughs> figured, oh my God, they look better in a dress than me. I got a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they didn't know Peter Allen was gay. I mean, come on. <laughs> the boy from I got a real. Oh, there's another thing you should look up to because I I really liked Peter Allen, but um, Hugh um, Hugh Jackman did did that uh, whole production. And excuse me, I saw it twice on Broadway. <gasps> With his little tiny butt, it was just so squeezable in those tight tight pants. Oh, and jealous. him when him trying to pull his pants up and it got stuck on something in the front, I was like, Gosh, oh, oh my God. He just melts my butter. I oh could my go God, Blanche Dever. I could go Blanche Devereaux all over him. 
<laughs> I call him my future ex-husband. <laughs> and I, if you've ever seen Hugh Jackman's wife, you know he married her for love and not beauty. <laughs> sorry, that was horrible. <laughs> Hugh Jackman That's never listened to that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> She's beautiful, damn it. She's a handsome woman. She's <laughs> <laughs> a handsome woman. That's handsome. what you keep saying about me. You have such a handsome face. It's too bad it's attached to the body of an elephant, but you have such a handsome face. Uh, left-handed compliment. You got to love a left-handed compliment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's how mediocre white men got where they are. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> Well, uh, Miss Frida, I cannot believe it, but it's been over an hour. <laughs> holy moly. Has it really? Yes, it is. If people want to see you, and I highly encourage anybody who's listening to this, please watch Food Lunch on live. Uh, you just, your voice is so infectious. And like I said, you just can't be in a bad mood when you're around Frida. Um, where can people see you? Pray well, you uh, this Saturday at Donnie Magoo's on Remsen Street, Saturday, August 14th. I don't know when you're going to put this on, but Saturday, August 14th at Donnie Magoo's on Remsen Street in Schenectady at eight o'clock. Doors mm -hmm. open at eight o'clock. On October 24th at Rocks, I'm doing a drag Halloween kickoff brunch. Oh, okay. With a costume contest and lots of drag queens and fun. And I'll probably be doing a Christmas brunch uh, that I do every year. I like brunch shows because I, you know, the Sunday at 11 o'clock, I can get out of there and get comfortable. You know, I don't do a lot of late night shows anymore, but. Do you get to have you know, a mimosa after you're done? Exactly. <laughs> what do you mean after I'm done? <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true yes, professional. A <laughs> late stretch. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me. We had some technical difficulties, but we, we you were fabulous, and uh, I enjoyed having you. Well, so thank much. you for the for the offer. I really had a good time. I, I like I love doing stuff like this. I really do. I'm so you know? glad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so if you, I will put all of your information where you can catch Frida live in our mm -hmm. show notes. And uh, thank you for listening. And